Let's get it started. I love your show. This is a great day. Everybody here. You guys are the greatest. Let's get it started in here. No holding back. No subject off limits. No idea what they're doing. No Fox given. With Eddie and Amanda Fox. As always, we want to start with our real good, feel good segment where we share a really positive story, make you feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside. Yeah, today's story is about a man named Bill Watchman. Um, he used to have an automotive shop where he restored old cars, but now he's restoring power wheelchairs. Um, he suffers from post polio syndrome that's put him in a wheelchair, so he felt the need to help others. Um, during the past few years, he's refurbished dozens of power wheelchairs and he gives them away to people who can't afford them. Um, he's given to disabled veterans and other people who say that they would be lost without his help and they couldn't imagine life without the wheelchair he has given them. He sees no obstacles and he he may spend his days in a wheelchair, but he will never be content sitting still. That's yeah. impressive. He said he just likes to stay busy too and he felt that he still was able to do what he used to do, like, you know, working on cars, but just having wheelchairs that actually are helping people live their lives. That's a real good feel good. It is. It makes me feel all good inside. This is, uh, this is kind of the Friends episode, too. It's crazy, yeah. <laughs> we have special guests today. We do. Please welcome to the podcast, Clint and Heather. <laughs> it's a twofold reason we want to have you here. Number one, talking about uh, marriage, relationships, and number two, mm-hmm. raising a teenage daughter. Oh. Uh, so talk about uh, getting married. Talk about the uh, the early marriage. How did you guys meet? How old were you? How did it all go down? Oh, gosh. We were... Call number nine. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we got married when we were 19. We were just babies. And you're 36 now. How long did y'all date before you got married? Oh. I did take him to my senior prom. I was 17, so... Did you ask him or did he years. ask you? I <laughs> senior prom. <laughs> I asked him. <laughs> okay. But he took me. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> um, though we've been married for, oh gosh, like 16 years now? Wait, 2019 minus 2001. Did you calculate Wait, he said 03, you said 01. So basically we married that long. Um, Wait, I did the math. What was the years again? She's like, you gotta calculate. I do, I do. What do we got? 2019 minus 2000. Before Facebook? At Goodies, yeah. I used, I used to, to like Goodies, by the way. Y'all were going to Goodies oh, when there's That's where I got all my clothes. Yeah. That was okay. the jam. But, yeah, that's how we used to stalk, um, you know, the cute boys, was we'd actually go and stalk them, which is, I don't know if it's more dangerous now, the way they do it, or... I remember me and Dad was walking out of that store, and there was, like, three girls yelling, Hey, Clint! No, it was Something. not, no, it was, yeah. we didn't say Clint, we said Daniel, because... Oh, what? I took, no, seriously, I took... Two of my friends to go look at him just because he was so cute. Little, I thought he was cute. To like creep and I had, I had a boyfriend at the time. I had a boyfriend at the time. I'm not even lying. I really did. I did. I had a boyfriend at the time. So, so much drama. Goodies. I took these two girls with me just to show him how cute he was. But I didn't want one of the girls to know his real name because I knew she would call it out. So she's like, what's his name again? And I said, oh, it's Daniel. 
Her name was Daniela. Oh. It was the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> Creative. So I said, it was Daniel. So she starts yelling out, Daniel, Daniel. And I'm just dying laughing. And they turn around and I'm like trying to like duck my head. Um, but yeah, so that's how my friends saw him. Oh. Did you um, have the big beard at the time? Uh, no, I didn't know you did. He, he was a massive beard. He was a massive beard. He worked in structure. He worked in structure. He was like the little mom that worked in structure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah he, wow. I mean, his hair was fixed and everything. So, <laughs> who asked who out first, though? Like, how did that go down? Actually, my brother's baby mama at the time um, kind of got us together. I don't. Did she ask us out? We went to a hockey game. Never used to sing anthem for a. Uh, Asheville Smoke. Yeah. Oh, I went wow. to a hockey game with her brother. The Asheville Smoke. Oh, my Lord. I had thought about them forever. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. way back in the day. They used to hit on me. I was 17. It was weird. <laughs> um, they had, like, no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> what ones they did have they could take out, actually? Yeah. I think this is the one where they played the, was it the Knoxville team or Nashville team, something like that, where they, it was like the biggest fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, funny. Oh, that? And that's how y'all fell in the... I've totally slept since then. No. no teeth and hockey pucks. Does but it yeah. every time. <laughs> it's pretty much been since that day. We've just kind of... How's it been? How's the ride been so far? It's been good. Yeah. It's been really, really good. I mean, we also talked about raising the teenage daughter. That's been fun. But we've been in it together, so but it's, how is it it's like? So when you get married at such a young age, I feel like you go through your maturing and your you're your growing life. together. It's like yeah, you're growing together. How yes. do you face those obstacles though when you're young and you're just like trying to figure it out? I don't know if we actually we really faced it. We just winged it. That, <laughs> I mean, it worked. It worked, obviously. Like it's true. We, I mean, platform to follow or anything. We winged it because, but we had each other. So I mean, I will say, looking back on it. We winged it together. So, I mean, if we... Oh. I mean, and that made your marriage stronger in the end, probably. It, yeah, it really did, because I think people... My mom didn't like him in the very beginning, because she said... <laughs> because she knew that's when her baby girl was done. He was taking her away oh. from... She well, knew tough. I was in that's love. <laughs> but, you know, it's... I mean, you go through your your struggles in life, and you choose to either go through those struggles together or fight about them and we've just chosen to go through them together and grow together and well we've been blessed to not have have a lot of struggles really yeah that's i mean yeah, well awesome. but yeah but you work at it i think a lot of uh, couples give exactly up too working easy. at it yeah. i mean you have a fight like oh that's it that's it well that's yeah life is not perfect you have to work through it right like you're you're saying we haven't had that many struggles but that's because we've chosen to not make certain items Struggles, into struggles. Yeah. Huh. Um, I like that's what it's in. Right, yeah. So, it's, it's, it's funny, though. But we were very young. We were stupid. We made stupid decisions. We didn't have any money. Um, I remember he was actually going to school, um, and he had the Pell Grant because, of course, you know, we were so broke. Um, and he was going to school, and then we made the decision to get married, not even take into consideration that, you know, he would lose his Pell Grant because then we oh, made too yeah. much money, even though we still only made like $8 an hour at the same time. <laughs> but um, it couldn't afford our rent, but whatever. It's fine. Um, but yeah, when we got married, he lost his Pell Grant, so and we couldn't afford for him to continue wow. going to school. So, I mean, we, we really worked hard together and worked hard individually for the betterment of our marriage. And That's key. That is so key. Yeah. You have to do it together. You have, you have, it has yeah. to be a partnership. 
It does. It really, really does. And even on the, the small things can be big, but we've just chosen to work them together. And then flash forward to when you have the little baby. Oh, the little, <laughs> the little baby. Oh, the cute little baby. <laughs> so the baby what is happened? how old right now? Yeah. She's 12. Yeah. So she's going through that whole like preteen craziness. Craziness. It's hard for a dad, I think, because when they're like, you're the hero, and then they turn 10, you're zero. Mm-hmm. So it's a hard, oh, it's quick, it's a hard hump. Oh. It's quick. <sighs> well, we were talking tonight about how you, she used to find everything you did funny and hilarious, and now yeah, she just hilarious. thinks you're, now she thinks you're not funny you're at still all, funny. and I'll you're terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it's a lot to go through for parents. Yeah, it is. It really it is. It is. I mean, I, well, I take it too personally, I guess. It's hard not to, though. <laughs> yeah. You do. It's hard not to. Because <laughs> we're funny, and when they don't laugh at our jokes, <laughs> exactly. it's a problem. That's we have good saying. dad jokes. But I think it's for dads especially. They've been like, passed on for many generations. Many. Many. <laughs> Teenage girls especially can't talk to their dads about stuff that they can talk to their moms about. Can they about. talk to anybody? Or, no, no. No. Really, no. They don't talk to each other. But, yeah, <laughs> it's... it's uh, they keep their heads buried in the phone. It's like, oh, they oh. do. They do. It's a different world we live in today, isn't it? Uh, yeah. For real. Yeah. But, uh, my youngest 15, right at 15, and, and her and uh, your young, they were best buds for a summer. <laughs> yeah. And all we heard was, oh, what happened to Fred? Oh, what happened to Fred? I need my friends. But I'm with you. I don't want you. It did bring up our little, you know, slogan, my friends. Yeah. yeah. It's stuck, yeah. It's stuck. Good, good times. But good times. She is, um, that's, that's, that's a heck of an age. How do you deal with the outburst and the, and the attitude and not throat puncher? Um, do we or do you throat puncher? Don't do say it on the show. Do we deal with her? I mean, there's been drawbacks. Is that what you call that? I don't sure. really, I'm not a fighter. I'm not a fighter. I'm not a fighter, but what do you call that? Drawback. You know, when you draw your fist oh, back, like you're going to hit him? Um, no, but seriously, like, it, it is tough because last year she was still my sweet little babe, and um, I mean, she had her moments, but seventh grade hit, and oh. she turned into like a middle school. one woman in her mind, yeah. in her mind. Key. Middle school is so rough. I mean, it's, they're it's, so mean to each other. I, I honestly, I feel bad for all Ugh. of them because they're all selfish, Sweet. but they're all looking for <sighs> something, but nobody's willing to insecure. give it to them because they are all selfish and insecure. Oh. All of them. And they're all brats. They really are. <laughs> but they have their good moments. Yeah, I mean. They do. <laughs> there, there's no there's no formula for dealing with that. I mean, I, I don't, Clint, how do you do it? <laughs> As a dad of a daughter, I know the thoughts that go through your mind. When the boys come calling, want to say alcohol? It's a lot to deal with. I, I, I try to talk to her about this stuff, but you know, they don't want to talk. She only wants to open oh. up so much, and then I try to turn it into dad jokes, and it turns into awkward dad, moments. Funny See, we're the same there. We deal with like everything. Yeah. If, if there's a situation, we deal with it with humor, yeah. or try to anyway, and it just doesn't work. Sometimes. And then I feel like as moms, <laughs> and I'm not like I mean, we have Mia, but I'm not like you know. She called you summer mom, mom, I think. <laughs> but I still feel like they try to handle it with humor, and then we try to come in and overly like be yeah. like, we need to talk about like, yeah. what's yes. going on, and yeah. they don't it accept is, that either. From last year to this year, from so from 6th grade to 7th grade, 11 to 12, which she's almost 13, but like the conversation is so different where I could say one thing, and she would just open up. 
What did I do? Did I hit something? That's all right. You hit the but gong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix That's what we need. We need a gong in here. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I feel like we have to say right now that this is, okay, so this is what we call after hours because yes. it's after 9 o'clock. Yeah. Normally we'd be in bed. We're all hanging out. So this is going to be interesting. I've got to soak my teeth and yell the kids and go to bed real quick like here. You think past 10 o'clock is crazy, yeah. Oh, my gosh, it's so funny. I have no idea what we were talking about. Kids, um, as a crazy. Mom, okay, to, yeah. the conversations between, like, a 6th grader and a 7th grader like, have changed so much. As a mom, I could just say, like, oh, how was your day? And she'd get in the car and be like, oh, my gosh, so-and-so did this and blah, blah, blah. And she'd just open up about everybody. This year, it's like, how was your day? Uh, Good. Uh, What'd you do? Fine. Nothing. Good, fine. So, and then, like, I try to make a joke, and my jokes are terrible, I know, and it makes it really, like, that much more awkward. <laughs> it, but, like... It seems like she's annoyed that you want to know what's just, actually going on. And she looks life. at yeah. me like I am, like... That's there, everything is annoying. So, but at that age, annoying. they're thinking you're trying to be in their business. You're yeah. trying to yes. invade their privacy. It's I mean, not. I am. That's <laughs> what exactly what I'm trying to do. That is exactly what I'm trying to do. But, but slightly, in a slight I way. Try to, I try to, like, play it cool, but then, like... Playing it cool, I feel like I'm like that 1980s mom, you know, where, like, she's the annoying mom. That's me. I am that person now. Like, I'm the annoying mom. And, like, when did that happen? Because in my mind, I'm still, like, 17, and I totally get her, you know? But yeah. she doesn't understand that. We were never that way, though. We never acted that way. Oh, I was. With I was <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not even going to I've heard like your stories. Yeah, you my mom will tell you. Dang. I was a horrible Holy shit, you did. <laughs> See, I was good, y'all. Like, I don't deserve this. So I feel like this is Clint's punishment, but, like, I'm just along for the ride. Were you bad young and Clint? No, I was a very good child. I don't buy that for a minute. I don't believe you it. Sneaky, All y'all are lying. Lies. I'm the only honest one, like, oh, no, I was bad. I was just sneaky. I'm I mean, really I was a bad young and I was sneaky. I was afraid to act up. <laughs> I promise I'm not lying. You can ask my mom. Like, I was, I really was a really good kid. I mean, I did some stupid things. Well, but she didn't did. know. I mean, but... Like, that's the thing. I think all kids do bad things. <laughs> it's just what your parents find out. Yo, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's sneaky. different, too. My parents didn't really ask me a whole lot of things growing up. Like See, how, I don't feel like mine did either. Like I mean, I feel like they asked me how much, but I don't feel like they ever asked me, In depth hey, how, how, what boy are you talking to? Exactly. Or, hey, how's this going? You know, I don't feel like it was, I don't feel like we ever had serious conversations talk, like that. That's yeah. true. Yeah. No, that's very, very true. <clears throat> It's, but, it's tough. I mean, there's no right answer either. I, there, there isn't. I think you, one of the main reasons we're doing this and bringing it up is just so you know you're not alone. <laughs> Trust me. Right. No no parent has a clue what they're doing. There's no guideline. They there's don't, no right way to do it. There is not an instruction manual for Kirsten when she came out, but, like, I've just had to get to know my child. I was looking for it. I've, like, <laughs> I've been looking. Me too. I mean, like, I've and like, I have might be broke. failed with her in so many ways, but I know, I know that she doesn't realize this, but I know, and I know you know this too, we know our child to her core, whether she realizes it or not. We know her. She will never admit that. But, like, it's just knowing your child, knowing what they're getting into, you know, stalking the hound out of them, making sure that Social they are media not... Social media scares well, I feel like the that's hell out of me. Too, well, is that's now why they're, I try to... You know, 
figure out what's going on yeah. all the time. It's, yeah, because I that think phone's that's, right there all the time. But all parents are learning, I think, because this has not been an issue. Yeah, no, it's a new it's age. Like there is all new. Mm-hmm. Like you're learning how to navigate the new social media the and the everything. Like how do you really? What's right? Yeah. What's wrong? And there's so many people who say, you know, kids need their privacy. Blah blah blah. Uh, I don't well, think that's this, true. Well, no, I don't. Think I don't either. Other people. This, yeah. this <laughs> is my theory. This is my theory. You guys can hate me if you want to. Whoever's listening. But I really think that if you, if your child needs privacy, give them a journal. You know, let them write down whatever they want to, give them a journal. But social media is and never will be private. Yes, exactly. it's private messengers. Let me tell y'all, like my child has social media, okay? And I have access to her accounts. And anytime she gets an Instagram message, I see it immediately. Just so you know, boys. Um, <laughs> Is that all so, three Instagram right. accounts that she has? <laughs> yes, all okay. three. I have access to all three of them. I know the passwords, and I check her phone at night because there. And it's ass- true because she sends me the like messages and. <laughs> oh, and then I share them with my friends. Yeah. So I mean, like, we all know your business. <laughs> <laughs> we know, and I have no shame for that because I pay for that phone. It is yeah. my phone. It is a privilege for her to have it. It'll be the first thing taken away because it is the most important thing in her world. It is her lifeline. Um, but they don't get that, though. You had a conversation tonight we, with yeah, her. Yeah, we just had the conversation downstairs She's like, you guys were phone. arguing with whose oh, yeah. phone it was. Yeah, I mean, she can think it all she wants to, but I will tell her every single day yeah. it is on her phone. Good and reminder. That's the consequence, you know, when she does something wrong. Hello. Sorry, I didn't mean to take your don't yank, phones off Don't there. yank the cords. Don't I talk with my hands. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, both eyes. <laughs> you should you should probably switch seats. <laughs> <laughs> we did think this eyes. through. You oh, should be on that side. We just had to start. Should over hitting springs and poking my eye, kicking my leg. That doesn't like a gong a minute ago. Better watch out, boys. <laughs> Dude, it was our ring hitting this. It sounded like a gong. But. If I came to your house and saw Clint, though, I'd be like, "Not on date, man. I'm cool. I'm done." I know. There's just no way. We're not to that point yet. We're not to that. Good, point Good, 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 good. Yeah, the thing is, right now, Kirsten is still. She has boys that she. We will say air quote talks to, yeah. but she oh. is very like they'll be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. I like you," and she's like, "No." <laughs> That's good. She though. gives That's them good. like one answer, like one she word is response. Super aloof. She yeah. is super aloof, and I use that word, and I had to Google it because I really couldn't remember what it meant. But my friend used that word when I sent her a screenshot of the message or of the conversation that my child was having with a boy, um, and he was like, "Oh, you're really pretty," and she's like, "Thanks." I did this today. She said, cool. <laughs> it's like one word answers all the time. She doesn't feed into it at all. Really. At good. all. Yeah, she doesn't good. see it. So like, dear Lord, I hope it stays that Hold way. on to it for a few more hey, years, I've maybe. I've heard stories. I mean, some of the stories in, in middle school scare the hell out of me. I mean, middle school scary because these kids think What changes? Adults. What is that? When they get in sixth, seventh, eighth grade, is just something clicks. I think you're just going through, like, especially girls. Period. You're going uh, through. Well, yeah, yeah that changes yeah, everything. You're right. Your whole body's changing. You're changing. You're trying to figure out who you are. You have all of this pressure, especially now. Like, oh, you have God. way more pressure. And but they're so mean. Kids are mean. And as girls, mm. like, you go through this whole... Trying to fit in, trying to be popular. You want boys to like you, and because that's the it right, thing right. to do at the time. You know, it's just it's it's a lot to mm. at, at once. It's a lot. Oh, I, I don't, I don't envy y'all. It's it's <laughs> scary and social media. I just I can't. It's the devil. Say it I say it all the time. I think it's a devil. It really is. It like, really is. Even you know, for us as yes, adults, it's the devil. It is. Well, it's turning like 
our entire youth into a bunch of narcissists. Oh, but like, yeah, yeah, like I mean, percent. think about it. When people we were aren't kids, real anymore. People they're not. Are fake. They don't have they to be. Put on this. Put a filter on, on everything. Yep. They put a filter on. You mm-hmm. can make your life seem perfect. We'll be you putting a filter on this before we post it. Actually, sounds like we need to take our phone away. I know. I'm scared myself. What are we doing? We're because I and I say social media is the devil as we make a podcast. Well, like a social media, you know. But you have to embrace it too, I guess. Yeah. Listen to us, guys. This is the world now. It's By the way, share it on Facebook yeah. and Twitter and Instagram <laughs> and Snapchat. And no Fox Given Podcast. <laughs> at gmail.net. Snapstagram. <laughs> what would you tell a, uh, a mother or father, maybe they just, just now had a young or they think about having a kid, or what would you tell me and Amanda? What would you say to them to, to let them know it's going to be okay and that, that you can make it through it and you, you can deal with all the... The BS that comes with the young and the, the lovely BS. The, the good times <laughs> definitely outweigh the bad times. They like do. The, to you watch know. your child make, like, good decisions, even though you know they're going to make the wrong ones, like, and that you're, that somehow you're, I don't know, like. Just you rubbing off on them yeah. as a parent. You know, you can see that stuff. Exactly. That's good to see, though. When you see them and you know that you had direct influence on that. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, and that's, that's the thing. thing. Like, up until this point, I've had so- like, I've had control of her life. I knew what she did. Like, I made her plans. And then something happened, the <laughs> shift change, and suddenly she is ruling my life and making my plans for me of where I take her. Uh, Hank goes after us. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's like, I don't know. I mean, what's the best advice I could give? It's just that work together on it and know that there are going to be very trying times. Mm-hmm. It is normal. Still teach your kids respect and, you know, that life is not about being the most popular person or how many likes you have on social media. It's about, you know, just being yourself, being true to yourself and being respectful to your parents. (laughs) (laughs) But that's like something we talk about too all the time is I don't think kids at this age are going to be respectful or appreciative. It's not going to be until you're, no, you're not. I was a great kid. (laughs) It's not going to be until, until she's 25 probably, Uh, until she realizes. Is that my mom calling in? (laughs) 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 Right. They're like, you guys are lying. Um, But I think that's the way it goes. Like Mm -hmm. you don't, at that age, realize what you have. And no. later she will. No, you don't. And that's when all of the things that you're working so hard for Not now are going to pay off. <laughs> oh, they yeah. will. She's, she's got a great life. She knows that. I really think that's the thing. Like, you know, I grew up, like, really, really poor, and my parents did the absolute best they could to try to take us, like, on vacations and let us do extracurricular stuff and play sports if we could. We couldn't do a lot, but they tried. And I didn't realize it then. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. It was my normal, and that's the thing. You want to give your child their normal, and I think as long as the parent is there guiding them along the way and just doing and trying the best they can and knowing your kid, that's all you can do. It is a different time and age, but I want her, when she's, like you said, 25, to look back on her life and say, my parents did so much for me within their means, with what was within their means, and She's not going to realize that. They don't understand. And honestly, I don't I don't want her to. I don't want her. This is their, their children. They're growing up. They need to just be children. But at the same time, they still need to learn respect and drill that stuff in their mind so it'll make sense, you know, when they're older. Yeah. Well said. And, yeah, that was well the thing said. I never understood when I was growing up. Like, my, like, we were poor, too, and we didn't have a lot. And it, you didn't know but it, But now, I mean, looking back, I 
the things I didn't get or did get aren't the things I remember. It's the memories that we had and the, you know, us at the lake or us at home and just those memories. Would you change any of that though? You wouldn't change it. No, nothing. And it wasn't stuff. That's that's the great thing. But we grew up in a different era, but kind of the same. But it's you know it's those the good memories that you you have like that with your mom and dad. That's that means the world. You and think now those we're are best great. friends. I talk to my parents every Who, day. Me and you? Oh yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I talk to my parents every day. I respect them. And now I think just because of what they did for me growing up, I'm so more appreciative of them. You are. You really. Are. And I, you know, I try to let them know all the time how much I appreciate because I didn't. Uh, you know, and I I realize right. that now, and Is that's that how she's going to be. Making up for being an asshole when you're. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying. That's, I'm not going to be able to do that for like the rest of my life. That's Try as best we can do. It's so. I think another thing we. I posted a social media question the other day about deal breakers in relationships. Oh, uh, yes. And one of the biggest things that people were, were talking about was cheating. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah. That that was their biggest deal breaker. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's, that so would be probably number one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, there's no going, for me, I mean, there's no going back from that. Like, you don't, okay. So, hypothetically, let's say you're, we, Yes. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Yes, yes. Are you like, ready for this? I'm already mad. So, so let's say like one day I was just like, hey, babe, I made a mistake. This happened. You don't think there was there would be any going back? Like no talking? Like you would just be done? Like what, what's the mistake? Okay. This is kind of where I'm going with this. What? So Heather, what in your mind is cheating? Is it physical? Is it emotional? Is it anything? Okay, so here's the thing. We are human beings. If you see an attractive woman, babe, I get it. You're going to check her out. I'm probably checking her out, too. So, like, people are... Heather can check her out. (laughs) (laughs) If you can do it, why can't I do it? (laughs) But, like, here's the thing. Taking it, there's a difference of being attracted to someone and then... Kind of giving yourself to someone. Yes. So do you feel like just texting someone is cheating? Um, honestly, in my mind, yes. Yeah, it is. I it's think that that's emo- looking. It's, it's the emotion. So yeah. that's kind of my thing too. Is I don't know. Okay, so if Eddie was out one night just drunk at a bar, which he doesn't do that, so I don't worry about that. But <laughs> I'm in bed by like. Eight let's say he like went out drunk <laughs> Eddie one night, got really drunk, <laughs> did something he shouldn't have done, and the next day was like, oh my god, I did this. Would that be worse than him having like this six month conversation, texting someone, getting that emotional attachment? To me, the emotional attachment—the emotional attachment is way worse. I think so. I way worse. I mean, they're both bad. Like either one of them, I would probably stab you in your sleep. Okay, I've actually commented on that post of yours, and I put, you know, that I would have a very hard time forgiving. Like, I may be able to like. I will always, I, no matter what you do, babe, I will always love you. However. Just, let me say that. <laughs> do you need some more wine? Love you. get you some more wine? I am out of wine, girl. I am out of wine. I love you, too. I love you. I love you. I feel like I should have brought a bottle up here. <laughs> but, like, if you, wait, what were we talking about? Wine. No, wine. wine. No, no, we were oh, talking yeah. about cheating. Emotional. Well, are you love him, but. Are you changing the subject on me? <laughs> You're good, man. You're good. <laughs> Gosh, my ADD is acting up, y'all. So, yeah, so cheating. <laughs> if there was, like, an emotional, I don't know if this was an extension of the conversation I was having two seconds ago. You will always love him. If you, I love you. I will always love you. And I, I was just thinking that in my head. <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs> Oh gosh, you got a button for that. We got the rights for that song. Next. 
But if you cheated on me and there was like an emotional connection to what Amanda was saying, we'll just go there because I don't know where I was going with this. But there was an emotional, like an attachment, like the like an affair, like an actual affair, like an affair or something. Saying you love them or they're so beautiful, that right there is honestly like that's taking the attention off our relationship to another one. Mm -hmm. However, a drunken, stupid night, wrong, still wrong. I feel like I could forget me. I feel like I it's could forgive bad, I that. But could, could you ever, but could you ever, like, fully trust him? I mean, either right. one. Yes, like, even honestly, if it was a random drunken night, could you ever trust him again? Like, if he was like, hey, I'm going over here, mm. would you ever trust him You're, again, though? You are making me, like, so question like, my original. <laughs> at first, I was like, no, so ever, like ever. <laughs> but yeah. maybe, like, if it was a drinking problem. That's what it sounds like. A lot of issues playing here. I think I could tell myself that you would be like, oh, we had real, like, Maybe you had like really bad vision that night. You had double vision, and you thought it was me. Like maybe that's the worst excuse ever. He totally came up behind a lady at Walmart. He wasn't drunk. Okay, wait, was that real? Were you drunk at Walmart? Okay, it was kind of my fault. It was like three o'clock in the day. This is totally drunk. You drunk at We have so many good Clint stories, y'all. Oh yes, bathtub stories we've got. But this one, I don't know if you've heard this one, Eddie. So we were at Walmart. Because the Walmart. We were at the Walmart. Mark's there you go. Um, yeah, we were at the Walmart. So anyways, I was standing there in line, and Clint turns around to look at something, and I see a magazine, you know, about probably Brad Pitt or something like that. And or so Bradley I, Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Or Bradley Cooper. <laughs> well, this was, this was no, several years ago. This was several Bradley years Cooper. ago when oh. Jennifer Aniston, I mean, she's like my role model. Oh. So, you know, she's it was my, like that like, time. woman hall pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. But it was podcast. around like that time, like Brad Pitt, Jennifer Anderson. So anyways, I go over there and I'm looking at this magazine. Well, I guess Clint turns right around and he's just not even paying one lick of attention. And he wraps his arms around this woman. Uh-uh. And I turn around and I see my husband like wrapping <laughs> his arms around this I'm other talking about woman. like... Body to body. I mean, yeah. Oh, you pulled her in? Yeah, it's just not. I mean, it was like. Did you whisper back, in her ear? It was her back to his front. Oh, and like, man. I mean, like. You hit her front. He was, Pretty much sexually harassed this woman. Like. <laughs> yeah, he totally hit her from behind. So, I'm dying. Were you laughing. aroused? I mean, did you like. Oh, my God. That's not a good question. Wait, that's wait. No, no, that's a good question. That's breaking it down. Did you cheat? So that doesn't count. That's yeah, that doesn't count. So that didn't okay. count. But that was one of those. It was like it was a mistake. It wasn't this oh. like intentional. You know, he didn't be like, oh dang, she's got yeah. a nice ass. I'm gonna go grab her from behind. My wife. Like you know, it wasn't. Well, my wife's right wasn't. there. Well, if he thought that she was you, then he probably think that. I mean, it wasn't thought. Well, exactly. Wait, wait, wait what, Eddie? You're making me question things. So talk what? about what? <laughs> That's funny, man. Oh my lord. Oh, no, I think the whole cheating thing is just that it's. Whew, I, don't I, say, I, I mean, and some people can 
come back from it and they love stronger, better, and I give props to them. But yeah. I tell him all the time, like, yeah, I will no stab way. you in your sleep. So I don't, don't I mean, I would blame about it. See, no they, way. <laughs> I will say this, though. Like, they're, sometimes people don't realize what they're doing to the other person in a relationship. And I think. Or just don't care. Yeah. Okay. And it's just like. I don't know, but sometimes you can grow apart and you don't talk about yeah. it. And, and I think that's up, the thing. Communication always has yeah, to be the thing. Yeah, so I think, I, I guess it's per scenario, you know? It's one of those things, like, if you just cheat on me because you think I'm fat now, whatever, like, that's <laughs> different. Like, but if you cheat on me because you think that I've, you know, been distant or whatever, and I don't know, like, I guess it just depends on scenarios, like, not, it's still not okay, no matter what, but yeah. like. Talk to each other, people. Communicate. That is key. Who has key? It is. Like, if you're having an issue, like, talk about it. and At least play charades or something. <laughs> <laughs> Pictionary. Yes, <laughs> I think a big thing, too, is, Pictionary. like, women and men both. Like, whether whoever, women cheat just as much as men sure. do. Like, I'm not going to blame it completely on men. But I've been in relationships where I've been cheated on, like, and yeah, been in sucks. bad relationships. But you still hang around. And it's like, I think at that point, you feel like you're the problem. And so you try to justify it. Like, I've been in relationships where I've been cheated on and I beg him back. Like, stupid. Oh, Who does that? Why? But oh, it's God. like, I feel like you have to find the problem with yourself. Like, I feel like in I those situations, I didn't I love myself that. enough. Yeah. So I, I didn't. You know what? I say why, but I was like that with my ex-wife. Yeah. I was, it, was, it was sad. It was pathetic. Yeah. So you had like a bad ex-wife yeah. experience. Yeah. She slept with two dudes in a week. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, so and you know it, it, it killed me at the time but I was calling and asking back and I, I thought she was it was something with yeah. me and you feel and what a dumbass thing to think I mean it's just stupid no, it's but not. it's what people do with all the time like yeah. you just feel like I feel in, I felt for the long like I didn't love myself for a very long time so I settled for less because I thought that that's what I deserved and then you I think when you're in those situations you Focus so much on the good times that you did have that, that you overlook so the bad times. So like, true. you're like, we yeah. had this that was good, so I'm going to overlook him for this. You and know? the good will outweigh the bad. <sighs> but then Why looking back, you're like, oh, my God, I was so stupid. <laughs> it was all bad. It was all bad. It's amazing how the good can stand out. Mm-hmm. And really, it just it blinds you to the It the blinds bad. everything else. So how did you come back? Like, you you were married and had this <sighs> horrible yeah. cheating thing. So oh, that was, you, yeah, it was horrible. Did you feel like you would ever get married again? No, or were you just, like, I, shut off from No, I, I swore up and down, I'd never get married again, ever. I told people that multiple times. And so when we got engaged, everybody was like, what the hell? I thought you said. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you changed my whole world, though. That, that opened my eyes oh. to a lot. That's true. How long That's true. Oh... Let's see, that would have been 2007 or eight, and then... But you guys weren't married long. No, we were seven months. It's like a Britney Spears wedding. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like shorter than most Hollywood weddings. Um, she went to Biker Week down in uh, Daytona. That should have been your first clue. <laughs> <place. laughs> she never came. <laughs> well, well, I, mean, I, I had no reason not to trust her, though. I mean, it's this like, is a true story. You know, she, she said she wanted to go to Biker Week, and I'm like, okay, fine. She knew nobody here. I said, go on. She never came back, so... Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty bad. It, it back killed me. But then I finally, finally realized what an idiot I was and, you know, why am I pining and why am I trying to get her back? And it just, something clicked. I don't know. But it, it took a minute. It's, I think it just breaks you down, man. When somebody, yeah. you feel so, this may sound stupid to say, but you feel violated. You feel cheated. I mean, you feel, yeah. I don't know. You, and I think even after that, you cling on to these relationships that you know aren't good uh, because no. you just need some kind of attention and reassurance at that time something. because you feel your lowest. Mm-hmm. You feel and like then, a piece of shit, and then you yeah. just, you know, if you get attention, it's like, okay, well, maybe I'm not that bad. Even if it's negative attention. Like, uh, even if yeah. it's bad attention and yes. you're getting treated like crap, you're still getting some kind of attention. I was there, too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was it was horrible, but 
I, there's no there's no coming back from that. I don't think with for me cheating that's a big and the emotional so yeah. much worse than the physical. So much I think. worse. Yeah, you know, that's because you. It's a different level. I mean, you're getting deeper and you're like connecting and you're talking about things. It's not like this heated one night drunken hookup. Yeah. It's a right. whole whole different ball game. But I just for me cheating, there's no coming back from that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I think all of Facebook so one of the good things too. about y'all getting married at a young age is you didn't have to deal with all this other bull crap of relationships. We, we actually didn't like, and like hearing other people's experiences, like I couldn't imagine coming back from something like you went through, Eddie. Like, if that were Clint, I mean, because we were together so young, and I was so immature. We were both immature when we first got together, and we grew Still together. Am. So I couldn't imagine if he had been a person was. like that that cheated on me. Yeah, how I would have recovered for something like that, I don't know because I just. I, mean, I can see how like you blame world. yourself he's, too when I mean, you find out the other one's cheating. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, because think it's something you think done. of everything you did wrong. And mm-hmm. it's like, but the thing is, you didn't make them make that decision. It's like angry, but sad, you angry, think sad, angry, sad. I mean, and Heather, you right. have been there through some of my bad, you know, ex relationships and right. stuff. And so you, you kind of saw what I went through and everything. So yeah. it's great when you do find, like, I never now ever question what he's doing or. What yeah. he might do to me. Trust is a, a, a yeah. marvelous thing. And, that's, right. that's and I've awesome never had feeling. that before. Yeah, yeah, it is. Me neither. It's, it's and I told you, I told you that you were meant for great things, a great love. Me I told too. you that. You and did. I meant it because you deserve <laughs> it. <laughs> well, when you when you find the right one, and I yeah. know it's, it's so cliche to say this, but when you find the right one, it's it's, it's so And that's different. the thing, like all of those cliches that you hear when you're going through, like when you're going through breakups and mm-hmm. friends are like, it's just, it's just means there's somebody better out there for you. And it's all the stuff that they're saying to try to make you feel better. But yeah. at the time, you're like, ugh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I don't say, but then when you do meet the right one, you're like, it all, yeah. make, like, it those all are, makes Those sense. aren't true. It all makes sense. Perfect sense. Yeah. So what have we learned today? Um, stick with each other through everything. Yeah. Don't uh, cheat. Don't punch your kid in the throat because yep. it's going to get better. Yep. Exactly. It's not a very informative I think so. Podcast. I think so, too. <laughs> good life lessons here, folks. Clint and Heather, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yes, thank, thank you, guys. You. We love you. No holding back. No subject off limits. No idea what they're doing. No Fox Given. That's all the damage we can do for one podcast. Make sure you click on over to our website, nofoxgiven.com, where you can subscribe and never miss a show. And like our Facebook page, No Fox Given. All the cool kids are doing it. If you really, really like this thing, tell a friend or five or twelve. Six. Seven. <laughs> we would appreciate the fox out of it. Bye.